because there wasn't pipes to get to houses in the old old days and so you they would send a wagon called the water wagon which was a giant tank on wagon wheels i do remember the sparklets man coming to people's homes with the sparklets sparklets man would but i'm just saying that's where that term he's on the water wagon comes from is in these old hick ass towns that didn't have any pipes yet Mm-hmm. The guy, somebody would have to like, you know, have a horse pull a giant tank with water in it and you get your, you know, weekly water. Rack. Yeah. You come out with your fucking buckets, <laughs> fill them up and that water. Yeah. They'd be heating that water up in a pot for a morning shower. <laughs> right. Morning, and yeah. save it and make soup later. <laughs> <laughs> only if, no, that's for only when you're washing the feet. Do you save the water and make soup? Yeah. Hey, check yeah. this out. Um, Perrier was first bottled in 1898. Damn. But but the springs have been known since 218 BC. Wow. So, like, it probably was one of those things where people would go there and it would be like some kind of holy thing and you thought it cured everything. And then eventually they just started bottling it. And, you know. (laughs) After World War One and during those times, the water was all fucked up in Europe, man. They were they were shooting mustard gas everywhere. Fuck, fuck. They fucked up their own fucking water, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm drinking. I'm drinking some stuff called Origin. Origin 100% natural spring water. You guys do know that that one water out there. There's a few of them. Crystal Geyser. That's filtered water. You know, oh, that's yeah. Filtered. I want to say. Oh. Well, no, they have to say percent. fucking. Uh, oh, sprint, they they have, have to name. Yeah, there's different verbiage. So if it's if it's yep. not if it's not like they have different things where they don't put uh, natural spring water. This the, is super you suspect. You cannot says, put that unless it's legit natural spring water. That's natural right. spring water sourced right here in America. They might have got it from the spring here. Right in America, what, though. Like, uh, what what part of America? <laughs> well, there's no, 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 no. still spring water. No, 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 no. It says, it says Al- on the back Alpine of this, spring though. water. If it has Alpine spring water and says bottled at the source, that's fine. But the like Dasani, right? Dasani ones, is another one. There you go. That's Colorado River. They can't River. say that. They, they have that. to say like filtered at the Cleveland dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, we let's ready? Go. Yeah, let's go. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Uh, if you like the Hard Luck Show, hit the like button and then hit the subscribe button so you can catch us every Monday and every Thursday. My partner, Chumon. Uh, is Chumahan Bone American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian here to sit with the fellas once again. Yes. And old blue eyes himself, 49er himself. Sean Lewis, certified <laughs> audio professional engineer. Show. Oh, nice and smooth. Yes. And 
Big Pick Mike Angelo in the building. What's happening, everybody? Big Pick Mike, also your ice cream man. Let me know what you need. He's an ice cream man. He's doing, helping with sound, lighting, photography, filming. Jack of all trades. And uh, ice cream uh, server. Today. <laughs> nah. Yeah. He does it all. How did you... He had like a scooper, and he had you guys just dipping into those bowls. I, well, about- I, listen, man, this I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, you know, the ice cream, and he's mentioned ice cream in his text messages, but I'm not really like, mm-hmm. I'm like, why is oh, ice cream? Nah. Oh, yeah, I'm doing some ice cream. I thought maybe it's like a one-day job, you know, that he was driving. And then <laughs> he's like, I'm working, I'm working. I had to work. I just got to work. I just left work. I worked eight hours. And, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, these people want their ice cream. You know, people want their ice cream. And I was like, in the text, I'm like, that's when I was like, man, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, I'm delivering ice cream. I'm delivering ice cream. This fucking custom, uh, you know, premium ice cream. I'm like, Damn. So today, Mike's like, you guys, you want me to bring some ice cream in? I'm like, hell yeah. Brought some, he said, what flavor? I go, dark, anything dark chocolate. He right. brought some bomb dark chocolate. But Mike's always got some surprises when he shows up. Yeah. Well, you know, just try. Yeah, to- does he have to drive, does he have to drive like a refrigerated truck? Ask him. Yes, right I there. do. Refrigerated truck? Yes, I do. A freezer truck. Jump in how, and like when you go back there, do do you have do you have how big are these loads that you're unloading the ice cream? I'll probably well, each it's a three gallon tub. I probably have like seventy, eighty in, on the truck, and um, in and out to different places all day, man. It's crazy. Why are you laughing? It's crazy. It's cool. I'm laughing because I'm just imagining him surrounded by wealth and riches of ice cream all day, and oh, then yeah. I'm starting to think about. Like, do, do you like? Do you take a break and you're like, "Fuck, man, I'm gonna hit this mint chocolate." <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. He gets you his get trusty over, little spoon nah, out of bro. his back pocket and you fucking. You get over it real quick, right. man. No, you get over it real, real quick. It's a refrigerated truck. Is that true? It's a freezer truck. Freezer truck, okay. How many mm. stops did you say you make in a in a shift in in, in one of your shifts? Averages from twelve to fifteen. Different places. Different places. And you said it might be a country club. Country club. Nice restaurant. Nice restaurant. Like go to Nick and Steph's in downtown LA, Steakhouse. Um, we'll go there. Also go to like Los Angeles Country Club or go to um, right, right. Long Beach Country Club. Things like, or the Yacht Club too. We'll go to different places like that. And they actually serve yacht sp- specific uh, ice cream to these places. They carry only these flavors. So there's like 52 flavors from this company. It's, a, it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. I'm happy with it. Do you drive by? Do you drive by like Baskin and Robin? You're like, man, fuck Baskin and Robin. Pretty much, I tell them flipping the fingers, tell them to eat a fat one, and then roll through. It's all about Fossilmans. And, and what is it like at these yacht clubs? Um, they actually go meet with a chef, and whatever they're serving that night or that week on their uh, menu, it's our ice cream. And they put it with their desserts. Um, it could be cappuccino ice cream. It could be espresso and cookies. It could be anywhere from a blueberry cheesecake to strawberry cheesecake or a sorbet, if you want. So it's just I'm learning more and more about their menu. Um, but they've been over. They've been in business for over a hundred years. They've been there since 1901 out of Alhambra, and Damn. they're family owned, family based, and they're just. They got an incredible story, and they got impeccable taste for their ice cream. I've never been in this situation before. It's pretty cool. Damn, awesome. that's dope, man. Really dope, that's bro. a family-owned oh, business that's been in business since 
since you know 1900. Yeah, I didn't expect anything. I thought like, okay, I'm gonna dress some ice cream, but then getting to know the history of this place and what it affects with people. Um, and being called by chefs in, in the kitchen, and they go, oh, yo, it's the ice cream man, and say it's, it's a trip to be that, you know? Yeah. It's a trip, man. So it's just like... What's it, it say the name? Are you able to say the name? If I can, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, it's Fossilman's Ice Cream. Fossilman's. Now, Juman, have you ever heard of Fossilman's prior to this? No, no. Okay. Sounds dope. Right? Have you? No, I didn't. But I'm, 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 their ice cream's good. I had a great ice cream just now. They make all of it in Alhambra? Yep. That's crazy, man. All Alhambra. All handmade in the Fossilman's Ice Cream Company, they have, I'm looking at their website, mm. and uh, they've got kind of like an old-timey, like, soda jerk fountain thing going on, you know right. what I mean? And, uh, like jerk that wire yeah, type thing? Jerk that wire. Okay, jerk but, that wire. Like, Come on. Hey, this is actually looks like pretty high quality ice cream. Their packaging is fucking dope. It's good stuff. They have man. a whole case. You can go down there and you can buy the gallons and whatever else. Hey, Big Lux, you think there would be any collaborations with cookies and Fossilman ice cream, like a cookies ice cream? Flavor? I mean, there's definitely an opportunity as long as these, you know, some of these companies that are like, unless the kids are in it, a lot of these companies that still have like the, the old guard, you know, right? Uh, they're uh, they get scared of cookies because they start to, you know, you know. It's like the story I tell people with Tapatio. The grandfather dude's still alive, still has his, he's still fucking running shit to an extent. He's like wow. fucking almost eighty, and right. we're all set to do cookies. But those old school, you know, Central America and Mexican, like they're not going for it. They're not. They don't want to associate themselves with. Their, isn't that isn't that interesting? Not crazy. It's yeah, not all that crazy. But, I know. mean, it's it's hard. Some it's it's really hard. That many generations out is hard to wrap your mind around the way the markets change and the way cultural tastes change. You know, you, if he's like eighty, you know, what are you thinking? Like 1950s when he come up, right? And then he's gonna sit there and try to figure out what hot sauce. Or or his you know hot sauce is gonna well be and 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 like his first take on the whole thing was like I don't want the the if there's if there's THC or marijuana in the sauce right. we could lose our cut we're like this is, that's not what's happening here like we're that's not what we're talking about we're not even involved in our cannabis company this is, we're just talking about clothing we had a blue sauce we had proposed like this blue tapatio sauce. It was badass, bro. Yeah. So then he didn't go for that. And once he went to that, we were getting kind of bummed. And then we, like, repitched it with the red sauce, the whole thing, and the art. And, and it, it was bomb, dude. We had a, we had our own labels on Tapatio. So it was Tapatio guy, right. but kind of like a uh, he had, like, cookies and light blue on the packaging. But then it was the red sauce. Like, shit was dope. And the apparel that went with it was dope merch, man. But... He, the, even the daughters were trying, you know, because I was dealing with one of them. They were like, I know, and we, blah, 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 but it's, you know, and he just wasn't having it. And I'm telling you, man, it's happened. Look, I had people at, I don't even know who owns Playboy. They might have been bought by Conglomerate, but I had those people all hot to do something. And that's Playboy, right? right. And then as we get closer, they're like, ah, you know, the cannabis. Blah, blah. I'm like, that doesn't really sound like. 
Playboy was always pushing the envelope as when it was what I knew Playboy that, as a magazine. Brand is over. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. But you know, um, it, it just seems like a brand like that would you would think they'd be open to it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But it's so it's it's weird, man. You get to you know some of the stuff that we did with White Castle. There's a lot of red tape, bro. A lot. So you see some of these, like you're saying, Chumahan, you know, um, you know, you know, two, three generations back, a couple generations back, it's a whole different story. They're just really not. They're not with it, you know. And you know, if if, if the person, if, if the people can reach back that far, the environment that they lived in, the way it framed or the way that it sort of looked at cannabis was something way crazier than than the reality so it's really hard for people today i mean remember cheech cheech and chong when they came out they kind of like broke a lot of ground to make it you know a subversive comedy talking about cannabis i mean before that and before then before animal house i don't think there was anything and animal house didn't even tackle it the way Cheech and Chong did. Though, well, you look at the know? movie Reefer Madness too. That was like total. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they were like, that's holy shit. 40s. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, there was yeah, 40s and like, 50s. Uh, they would show somebody smoking a joint, and they they'd like jump off of a building and crazy shit. Like it was PCP. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and you're gonna get addicted. All of a sudden, you're homeless on the street. <laughs> smoke the joint. Now you don't know where you're at. You're I'm homeless go on join the street. A jazz band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. you start robbing people with a lead pipe. <laughs> so it's interesting, man, because, you know, I, I'm out there. I'm talking, you know, um, with different <laughs> retailers, as you say, collaboration opportunities. And it, it's funny, man. I mean, you, you even have people coming from like alcohol backgrounds. I mean, like you, we, it's hard for us to be in a space with alcohol. We don't get down with alcohol. But I'm just saying there's like been some things kind of out there and even people like from that world are going to fucking step back on cannabis. And this is alcohol. Are you kidding me? You know, um, it's just interesting. Cannabis cannabis is such, you know, cannabis has legitimate medicinal history and uses in a way that alcohol cannot match. Alcohol Mm. has been sort of, pushed on everybody through you know all of the cultural propaganda and history i mean you go you know it starts with like england and then everybody's drunk and it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years cannabis is medicinal it's flowing you know from the south in a way and for people who can't afford doctors and all that malarkey cannabis has been a useful tool and so i think i think Alcohol sees cannabis any inch that cannabis gets. Alcohol is freaked out. They're gonna lose everything. Oh, because that's the reasons why. Percent exactly. percent. It's gonna take up. It is taking up. You know, um, market. It's calorie in. free. I mean, think about that. People are trying to make a diet beer. It also you and, can't get right. right. You know, and you smoke a little bit of, of cannabis or whatever you're doing. You don't have to be imbibing all those those chemicals or, or, or all those calories or whatever right. it is. So in my mind, I think they got 
I think alcohol fools have been looking at marijuana like that for decades. Like, we can't give them an Right. Inch. They probably helped suppress it. I would imagine that they were lobbying and doing all sorts of shit to keep it suppressed, bro. Just like, uh, you know, you put those people with Big Pharma and they're all going to want to put cannabis out of business. Look, at man, they demonize that shit. You know, the can- I, you know c- cannabis, from what I understood, originated out of Indonesia or some type of Southeast Asia mm-hmm. area, right? Didn't come from Mexico. Right. They named it marijuana, right. and, and they're supposed to be taking that name off of it. But you think about how you've known marijuana to be marijuana your whole life. Think of the, think of the um, um, su- subconsciously, every time you've said it or heard it, it laments in your head is marijuana, marijuana. Like, it sounds really south of the border. It sounds really, you know what I'm saying? And that's, right. that's, that's, that's kind of fucked up. You know, in a way, puts it didn't even come from there. I don't even know, but um, yes, yeah, the well, so 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 from uh, so from South, like you said, Southeast Asia, whatever, like near Korea, they have evidence of people using cannabis, right? In eight eighty eight hundred BCE, like that's crazy. That's before bro. the pyramids were built. They right. found they pipes, bro. They found pipes and seeds. Like, right. they found the shit. They found fucking weed, dude, THC. They found the remnants of pipes and seeds, and, and that's how they were able to... These motherfuckers knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, and you could imagine... <laughs> imagine, dude, try to imagine a world like 8,000 years before Christ. There's not a lot of stress, right? You're right. not tripping. Most of the stuff that you can eat and live on is within your reach. And then you have a pipe and you're fucking token. Dude, out. think and about you, that. That's that's crazy. That made they might have been doing that. They might have not even known what booze was. They might have not even made any of that yet. Right. Seriously, think about and then think about people trying to, you know, like And there wasn't like they were trying to escape anything. Right. Right. Well, like they're like stressed out. I need a break. Let me smoke. (laughs) You know, like let me chill. Right. It was. I just think it was different. I think it would have been viewed completely different, like a plan. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible for us today to imagine what it would be like to live in a in a life where you're not unhappy. Right. You know, that's interesting, bro. You say that. Well. Look at it also too, like with CBD. But I look at my grandmother when she ordered Botanica, she had little jars of alcohol with cannabis in it, and it was for your joints and everything that ailed you, pain, nerves that would help you with your pain. And it was real, like, oh, here you go. It was no, it was the no, ointment before. The it was ointment. no qualms about it, man. It was like, okay, here, this is going to help you. And the stigmata that comes with marijuana from the forties to till recent it's like it's the devil it's going to turn you it's going to make you think different and and all it did was take people's pain away and if you look at it another way too it's like big farmers going to attack that because you're getting into their pockets you're like i'm taking away from pain without any side effects like i've been on enough painkillers in my life i'm like i'm going back to fucking cannabis fuck this you know straight up and i gave my parents cbd Crazy man, what do you, Chumam? What do you? Or, and I want—I mean, not just Chumam, but everybody's opinion. Like, 
things are definitely starting to ramp up and it seems like like I saw a lot of these cannabis the guys that were that it were real ahead of the curve with cannabis right the guys that really entered the space yeah. early on the the innovators and people that started establishing I saw them quickly you guys pivot as soon as this shit started getting saturated, they were already way on a deep path on the whole fucking mushrooms. Right. Through the laws, right. gr- like figuring out how to grow within laws and like all this shit, man. Like, uh, um, and now I'm, you're, now you're seeing, I think Oregon's going to be the first state that's about to have like the right. first, um, uh, Med- like legal like uh, legal mushroom, mushroom um psilocybin right yeah and well, yeah i know oakland they decriminalized it but they didn't it's not necessarily uh, right so you can't, you, can't you want if you it's not legal but you can't be busted for having it right 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 that's yeah yeah man i just there's a lot of different things and listen man i mean i'm not i'm not I'm not condoning and I'm not knocking down. I'm just saying we're in a real interesting place because a lot of shit's happening in a very, very short amount of time. You guys, it was fucking since since the since 1933. It's been alcohol. Oh, and pharmaceutical drugs at the farm, right? right? But any other thing, you're asked out, right? And now all of a sudden there's like different things are starting to like not only become decriminalized, but they're like, oh, we're going to start having places where you can purge and we're going to figure this out. And it's, uh, I don't know, bro. It's, uh, I think, I think like it might be happening around the changes in the economy and changes in the structure of money and the way work and consumerism and all that stuff is changing because, Alcohol is super inefficient. Like, you can't really have a country running on alcohol and mm. not have a whole bunch of problems. problems. True. Right. Dude, it, it yeah. True. Dude, I'm and telling imagine, you. I, Go ahead. Like, the, the country that you know is the most alcoholic is the one that's most fucked up. What country do you think that is? China or Russia? Korea. I would say, for my money, it's Russia. Their rate of alcoholism is like 48%, 56%. Everybody's drunk. Like, fuck it. And they, and dude, they can't, this army, they, they were supposed to, they're still in the Ukraine, still, and they're losing ground. This was like, we're in a year and a half now. This was supposed to be the number two baddest motherfucking military on the planet bar none and they basically have blown every they can't do anything and then they farmed it out and then they farmed it out yeah where'd they get they got other fucking well they hired a company to do their now there's like a russian company chechnyan i think it's chechnyan what are they, a bunch yeah, of fucking this, soldiers? It's, it's kind of like Blackwater. It's their version of Blackwater. You know? Yeah, private military? It's it's like, private like military. mercenary yeah. kind of deal? It's, yeah. And those guys. Yeah, but they, they have this reputation for being really vicious, like cutting people's heads off and playing soccer with them in the street. The Chechenians. 
Yeah, real bad motherfuckers, right? Real bad motherfuckers. And then, and then, just recently, they blew up a dam in the Ukraine, thinking like, "Oh, we're gonna flood the Ukraine," and then the water went in the other direction and washed the Russians out and screwed up all their battlefields. Fucking dumbass. Like, 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 I don't know where they came up with that plan. They're like, "We're gonna fucking blow up this dam," and then. Watch the Ukrainians drown, and then they blew it. They spent. But, yeah, they're like, but we're we're kind of downwind of the whole thing. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't fall back on us, right? Right, like they accidentally looked at the map upside, upside down. down. Blow! Oh no, you blew on the wrong side, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that think that their uh, their leadership actually doesn't want to fight the war, and so they're doing all of these things to like you know sabotage everything so they can't. <laughs> I heard they. I heard they fucking they, that if they fucking. I heard fucking one guy fucking p- pulled up with a knife, and they all sur- like five guys surrendered <laughs> to him with guns. They were like, yeah, we just want to eat. Then they handed their guns over. They just said they just wanted to eat some food. That's all they wanted. They surrendered. one where... Uh, uh, yeah, they're like putting bullets in backwards and stuff. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. The guns are all jammed. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There's, there's one video where a guy surrenders to a drone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the drone's like above <laughs> yeah, him. He's like, oh, Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking amen. Yeah, but, uh, well, so... Yeah, I, I, I mean, dude. But you know what, dude? I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm, I'm, I'm really seeing this. I mean, I, and I'm not even talking just from perspective of like maybe an anonymous program or anything. I'm talking about just in general. To me, I see people, but I think people that I'm looking at are a little bit older. They're getting wise to alcohol. Like, and I'm talking about people that aren't even alcoholics. I know people that used to drink. Now they don't drink. They may smoke a little herb, but they're on some, like, other shit. They don't want alcohol. They're like, they don't want what alcohol does to you. They don't want the feelings brought on. Like, they just are over it. They're like, and I feel like they're starting to, like, read through the bullshit and start to see alcohol for what it is. Then... It, I think it's still very popular with the kids. I would imagine there's a lot of kids that aren't. There's certainly a lot of people in the cannabis world that are like, they're not down with alcohol, bro. Mm-hmm. There's not. And and think yeah. about it, Juman. I mean, I know that there's different, there's different, there's different people in different situations that um, that uh, marijuana might be a gateway or marijuana might not be good for them. So I'm gonna say that out front. But on a on a looking at the larger scale of it, I would personally have to say I don't remember ever smoking a joint and going and committing a, a crime. Really, I don't ever remember smoking a joint and going and getting into a fight. I don't like just not that type of vibe with weed. Now I could tell you countless times hmm. that I was in fights, <laughs> that I changed who I was. That I did erratic mm-hmm. stuff that I didn't know what I was doing. I don't remember what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I black all these other things: aggressive, angry, um, or depressed from um, alcohol. You know, just a, a lot of different things. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. I think that it's imagine a con. How much, imagine how much money and time, police money and police time, firemen money and firemen time, paramedic. <sighs> Money, paramedic time would be saved if you just took 
Hospitals. Like it's just ha- tons, I bet you half of the. I bet you two thirds of the emergencies that are in the emergency room wouldn't even be happening without alcohol. Guy's cutting his right. finger off with I'm, a bandsaw, beat his fucking wife, fucking ran over his dog, fucking, right? Drunk driving. Slipped down the stairs. Right. Drunk driving, table, ran people table over. Leg. All yeah, that shit, leg dude. I tried to jump <laughs> off my second story into the pool and fucking broke my back. You know, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, alcohol, man, dude. I mean. Uh, what, about, what about, like, people who die at fraternities? Like, every yeah. day, just because the want to party. Like, like, what's that? Nobody's shutting that down. They're like, well, our Supreme Court Justice, Brett Kavanaugh. Like, <laughs> half of his hearing was dealing with the fact that he would get drunk and nobody could tell if he was having sex with women with their consent. And it all revolved around beer. Fucking it's insane. Well, I mean, don't it's you? I mean, there's a, there's a wait, but there's a whole stigma to the alcohol thing for you, Chumahan. Mm. In 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 the history of well, the people, I mean, they came over yeah. and introduced it, and it was kind of like, oh, let's get these dudes all fucked up, right? For sure. They so so if you look at right, even. uh all of the colonial powers, uh, England, Spain, Germany, well, Germany wasn't really a colonial at that time, but Portugal, mm-hmm. all of them used alcohol on natural people who hadn't been exposed to it as a means to gain control and, ha- and, and level the plane or may- disadvantage those people from making right. good decisions or defending themselves. Right. Every single one. And the British did it with the Irish. Right. You know, it's so crazy because on alcohol, we think of Irish alcoholism as kind of like a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's Uncle O'Brien's all fucked up again. He shit the bed. <laughs> it's not. That's that's a result of British colonialism. Fuck, bro. That's an Arlie. Yeah, it's accepted. It's accepted. But isn't that... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
that then, like, isn't that the same type of thinking, the same subscription to ideals as let's bring cocaine into the inner city? One thousand percent. Right. Sure. It's the same thing. Yes. The same... That's where they got it. Right. I, I get and, and the British taking opium to China so that they wound up. Oh, that was oh. horrendous, bro. What they did to China, bro. What what how, what they was that again? Remind me of what they did. They did something scandalous with the heroin war trade with China. Do you remember? China, they yeah, they took all that opium, I think, from Afghanistan area of the Middle East. They were importing it. And the Chinese emperors at that time were like they didn't like what the British were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like the British were being pushy. You know, and so then the, the, the so they were like, no, nah, we're not doing all that. And then what the Brit what the British would do is they send this opium and sell it and get tons and tons of people hooked on it to turn the people against their own leadership and create uh, dysfunction and confusion, so they could go in and start taking over property and bring more trade and just basically steal. And that's what, what they, they did, though, right? They they let they they got all of fucking China all hooked on it. Yeah, to the extent that China had to shut the door to them. that Them getting Hong Kong was the result of um, some pretty nasty battles and everything uh, because of this opium. Bro, and that's why- this is the whole same thing of Big Pharma, too. This is the whole same yeah. idea of getting people on some shit they don't have any business getting on and then getting them hooked and then just fucking pushing them to the side. It all sounds like the same thing to me. It is. It, dude, I'm telling you, when you go, when they go back and they look at how they want to attack a country, one of the first things that's on the list is how can we poison their people with drugs to fuck them up? I guarantee it every single time. It's not a new thing. Fentanyl? Yeah. Hillbilly heroin? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, every time they want to get the population hooked on something, the first thing they tell you is it's non-addictive. Oh. They always say that. They should om- and it should almost be the warning that it is, is addictive. It right. The pharmac- right? Yeah. It's almost like you said it should be. It, it's like if you're running for office, then there is a chance that you're a fucking sick bastard. You know what I'm saying? It's like that same type of <laughs> Get what I'm saying, though? You know what I mean? Like... If you're trying to be a Boy Scout fucking president of the Boy Scouts, then you're basically letting us know you're a fucking chomo, you know? (laughs) Come Right? You wouldn't be over here if that wasn't your deal, because we know your deals, because we've seen it over and over through history. You know, people that need these certain things have these other backdoor things, right? They come together. That's 1,000%, bro. (laughs) that's why i think education is always fucked up is because they've got to like pinch the knowledge straw for the next generation so they're not hip to it bro it cannot be a coincidence that our education system at least the public's what 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 the masses are getting are the most underpaid people in in our in our in our in our workforce the worst paid there's a reason there's the re- there's a, a you're 100% right and there's another there's a reason why 
there's a political committee that's deciding what stuff goes into books for what it's straight up keep these people and don't even like they're not going to do one thing chumahan they're going to do all these things that you can't dig through and you're over they're going to be overwhelmed by so that it's right. it's we're gonna the funding's gonna be all over the place. You're not gonna be able to figure that. We're squeezing here, squeezing there. The salaries are fucking all garbage. We're gonna fuck with right. what you can be brought in the school, and it's all let's just figure out a hundred different ways to keep them in the dark. We need to keep the masses dumb, and we can't let them know it. So let's put it up behind this, this, that, and all these different. Fucking, they're 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 killing us in a million different ways, bro. A million different ways, you know. That's why sometimes I, I like for me, I get a little crazy. Is just because, you know, for me, the average person, I don't think that they really are dumb. Like I don't. I I think humans by nature are genius, but what happens is they're held back and distracted in so many ways that are not in their benefit that they. They're, they're, for the most part, that's how you get people that are like Trump supporters still. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I get it. He was on The Apprentice in that first year. Maybe you were excited. And I could even understand why you might think, hey, once he gets into the White House, then there's going to be real adults telling him how things really work, and he's going to listen. But because the education system is so crazy, and because fast food is just like everywhere yeah. and there's no health care and everyone's drunk. Think about that, like, though. They think about the food that they're feeding us, but they're not giving Uh-oh. you health care, bro. Think about that right I, I, there. It's that, a setup. It's a bad design. And I even have to start going further back and start thinking about when people talk about women's lib was really just to get more money and start to break up the fabric of the house. Like, of course you want the mom and the dad gone. Now the kid's in the fucked up school. Not only is he getting misinformation, getting shot at, getting bullied, being taught by people that are getting paid nothing and you know what I'm saying? On top of all... And we're going to fucking split up the families. So now... The kids got multiple right. layers of not only trauma, but lack of health. Any kind of like, dude, it's a it's a full by design. You guys are fucked, and that's that. You're not only that, the entertainment, right? The entertainment. Mm. And so they're not at school. We're gonna flood them with a bunch of shows and movies. Are gonna send them down some pretty dark paths, brother. Mm. Are you fucking man? You just hit it on the head, Chumahan. You just, I mean, from the content that's being developed, some of the just garbage ass, just man, horrendous shit. I mean, to the the, the music and the all, all that, man, it's crazy, bro. It's it's crazy, yeah. man. Oh, Blue Eyes, think about when you were, like, in middle school. Like, what kind of movies, what kind of shows, what kind of... You know what I mean? Really think about what you were being told. And also think about, Chumahan, what access did Uh. you have? What access did you have at that point in time? You had access to shit that was on TV. 
Like there yeah, wasn't right. no motherfucker, and they clipped out any movie that they'd put on TV. Like Godfather, they clipped out all the bad shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can even have access to it. You'd maybe have to go with a parent to get into an R rated where you might see some shit though. But on the average, you had no access to full on porn. You had no access to full on um, uh, drug cartel murder sites where you can watch people all you didn't have all these you can click on youtube you can watch this you can watch that whores dating this that fucking right juman <laughs> now right. your right. grade school kid has that all that bro shit he has no business even have to be thinking about or contemplating a let alone scene he's now all come you had to work to get some naked pictures when i was a kid right. now you could see you, you motherfucking had to on a tuesday right in math class right you can watch your fucking your 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 buddy's fucking mom giving head for uh, <laughs> OnlyFans. Your teacher. <laughs> so it's it's. I mean, think about that, Chuma. Yeah, but think about this. Think about this. You're a hundred percent correct, right? On on the digital screen, you've got access to bananas porn you've never had access to before. But now you got more young people unable to close the deal in person. Like socially awkward and unable to figure out how to meet the the other sex and and actually oh, have no, something happen or have a relationship. Oh, I got so many wet fish handshakes, bro. In the last fucking fifteen years, like. But the guys walk up to me and they shake a hand. They can't look you in the eye. They don't even know how to engage. I have people coming. To get hired for work, they don't. They don't even like. They don't even know how to make themselves useful while they're standing around. They're, they're completely. They don't know how to engage. Um, they don't know how to address people. Yeah, it's all that social shit. And you want to know something? I get mad at them. I get mad at the person. But I was, <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day. I mean, like you're starting to run into some times where we got introduced to a lot of this after we had already spent some time in life without it. There's kids now that since the time they were two or three, they've had an iPhone in their hand. Now they're in their early 20s. They don't know life without it. It's affecting them in a whole different manner than we are. I remember going and seeing the movie. Remember the movie Warriors, Chumahan? Hell yeah, Warriors! I went and saw that movie and I must have been about... 10 or 11, I went with my sister to Westwood and snuck in with her and we got, and I got in, right? And yeah. I walked out of that movie, boom. I think I was 12. <laughs> and I straight got into trouble. Immediately, oh, bro. Man. Oh, immediately. <laughs> Threw some fucking bottle at some kid at school that Monday. <laughs> a fucking... I got suspended. I got in trouble. Like, I got... I, I did some crazy shit because that movie really influenced me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Think about, man, what are these kids doing now? They're like twerking and getting butt jobs and fucking AKing down, (laughs) mowing down kids at school. Like, what are these kids thinking now? I don't know, but I can tell you this. I, when I'm hiring people at the firm, there's like a, it's like almost a revolving door because there's a huge contingency of people who they want, they're trying to figure out life, how to have a life without any pressure. Huh. 
What happened to that guy we did on the interview that used to work for you? How about that guy? That guy wasn't wrapped too tight. That guy was having all sorts of problems even sitting through an interview. We did like a couple shows with him, remember? I'm telling you right now, that dude. Where is that guy right now? That guy is somewhere down on 3rd Avenue with his shirt tied up like a bikini. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, honest to God, okay. he went he went from that to right I had the you know, we had to part ways. He had a different project to work on, let's say. Uh-huh. And now, right, we just call him in to watch the dogs every once in a while. That he went from he went, he went from possible paralegal to dog watcher? Wow. Yeah, to a dog one. I'm like, and dude, he's he might, dude, he's not the worst. I've had tons of. I had one guy, dude. I won't say his name, but I mean, I he 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 had a stress ball. Like he didn't have the stress oh, ball. Oh, bro, yeah, man. Listen, he didn't have the stress ball at the interview. Like I didn't see that. <laughs> and I come out and I go, I go, hey, and he's like. Hoo! And he had a high-pitched voice. He was a big dude. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like squeezing this ball. And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out how to write this letter. Everybody like, sounds like King Salmon. Uh, go on. I go, hey. He, he, was like, he was like salmon, but with even less testosterone. Oh, man. Okay. I go, I go, I go, let me tell you something. This letter is for a certain friend of mine. His last name is Luciano. Very serious dude. And I sure hope you don't screw up this letter because <laughs> he doesn't like screw ups. You understand? And he was like, oh, my heart stopped a little. Oh, he was really a straight. He, he had a ball. And I go, I go, what is that in your hand? He's like, oh, this just helps me because I got PTSD. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Fuck. He lasted five days. He just couldn't handle it. He was like, I just can't. I've never worked in an office before and I can't deal with this. He's like, I don't know how to. And yeah, I've got, there's and, and a lot of people, I'm like, what do you think life is? It's not going to get any easier. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to make money, right? You think they're just handing it out? Like, the, I, I mean, I, I, I tell them, I go, even if there's no money involved, if you've got a lover, and you want to like do anything with this lover? You don't think there's going to be pressure, stress? Like what? Are, I don't get it. I I don't understand why people think that they're gonna. I don't know what movie, what show, what information they're getting where they think they're going to be able to live some kind of stress-free life. Yes, your reaction to it, absolutely. Can you become peaceful inside? But you can ask old Blue Eyes. All of the Zen masters, they're peaceful on the inside because of like, they've decided that they're going to live with the stress and not take it too seriously. They're not going to try to hide or try to create an external environment where there's no stress or no pressure. But Chuman, why do like jobs that people used to have like when we were growing up guys were like oh, a carpenter or a fucking electrician or I'm gonna go into this or whatever like they removed all those programs out of schools bro wood shop metal shop yeah. like it, it and now like work labor's like almost looked down upon or menial or we're gonna let uh, people from other countries do the, like 
I don't know. It's just way out, dude. And everybody's got like a get rich scheme of how they're going to create an app that they're going to sell or, you know, That's the, the, the next. So side yeah. Or, you know, in my field, there's a lot of fucking kids that have the next rap song album. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they're like, but it's yeah, but everybody overestimates their ability to do that. Like everybody, everybody. sees a, a successful, everybody sees the invention or whatever. Right. But, this is why I think movies screwed up everybody. Because when you watch a movie, it's 90 minutes long. And the idea is, we're going to show you Edison's life in 90 minutes. Mm. And so when you sit there and you watch it, you watch him, like, stress out. And then there's, like, that, you know, 20 minutes montage. Same thing with Rocky. Yeah, yeah, the music starts playing. And yeah. Right. Yep. yeah, but it's, like, 20 minutes, and then you cut to the glory. Right, you ripped up and, so, and winning a championship, right? <laughs> right. People Even think that's fight. real think life. They the think fight. that's real life. Right. Yeah. And so they try, they get started, and then it's Wednesday, and they've made zero progress. And then instead of thinking like, oh, I'm supposed to hang in there for the next 20 years, they're like, well, you know, maybe I'm just not passionate. Yeah. I'll, I'll find something I'm passionate about. And then they spend like, 30 years lost starting and stopping things because they're trying to find their passion and they don't realize that in order to get to the end goal it takes you know boredom it takes uh sacrifice it takes embarrassment it takes not reacting when you're pissed about something it takes Fuck, it takes a lot, bro. I thought when I became a lawyer, my ship had come in. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> right? Hmm. Give me my bar card and I'll put it into the ATM machine. Hmm. And then I learned that you have to actually work. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't know what I thought. I thought like I was going to be wearing a suit all the time and I was just going to be going to this nice cherry wood desk. And there was going to be like, you know, all these hot secretaries and paralegals carrying paper for me. And, and you were going to be eating like big club sandwiches and nice salads at lunchtime and two hour lunches. And yeah. Right. right. You know, I might have to go into the courtroom and yell objection and then I'd win the day and everybody would be, you know, excited about it. And then I turn around and it's not like that at all. At all, bro. <laughs> it's work, homie. Uh, and also too it's like what like you say about movies they really don't present the challenge it's like a real snippet of the challenge and then okay you went through it you persevered now you're gonna win right and it's like that challenge might take you 20 years on what you want to do like you said before and i've noticed that too it's like right. oh, i'm doing my photography i've been doing it since 2008 and i'm not expecting to win overnight but eventually down the line something's gonna happen i have to be persistent constantly at it and take the losses and take the struggle that comes with it and who knows who's gonna look at your stuff you know i'm still working a regular job and i have to do what i have to right. do and I, I what we're coming to lately as a younger generation it's instant gratification and they figure okay i push a button or i talk to the screen i get what i want and that's how it should happen but in the real life, it's like you got to put the fucking work in, the sweat, the blood, the rejection, everything that goes with it. And now it might not work out for you. You may not succeed at it. So what are you going to do then? Are you prepared for that? And a lot of people can't handle that. Like this might not be. Yo, big luck. Mm. Sorry, sorry. Go, big but no. yo, big luck. Like when you're like you're at cookies and you're running those events or you're you're managing the brand and all that stuff. 
right? I mean, people probably think that you have some glamorous job and you just show up and party all the time and oh, then somebody hands you a fucking the greatest fe- fucking thing, bro. I spend most of my fucking time in front of a computer. I was just saying that to somebody. <laughs> like, oh, in front of documents. And it's a lot of phone. It's like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, there's a level of creation, but it's like small. It's not, um, it's figured out somewhat quickly by a few people to play and then you have it and everything's going on and it looks cool and it looks like fun but they're only seeing you when you're showing up there so they think you're right. just showing up at all these oh dude that's dope and you got the this you know brother like they don't know man it's like yeah it's 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 a work you know and you know i tell you man i i gotta say chumahan like um and I'm, I'm, you know, I've had my ups and downs and, and my issues in life, but I don't know. I have to say that, like, I, like I, I, I knew, like, for one, my parents didn't have any money. They weren't going right. to save me. There wasn't no, not like I needed to get out there and they weren't, they, they needed help. My mom needed help. I had to go out there and work, you know, and, and contribute, but I, early on, it was like uh, I, I knew that I was going to have to hustle. And because of however I came from, whatever it looked like, I wanted to grind. Now, there's people around me, very close to me, my closest friends, that came from nothing. And they work hard. They grind. They have good lives, but they went after it. I don't, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is this, is that there's a lot of young people out there that are just, I don't know what their families, I don't know what their growing up was like. I don't know what happened. I don't want to say it's a generational thing because because I I'm I'm intertwined with two kids that are my kids that are 25 and 30 that mm-hmm. they're not they're not on that page. You get what I'm saying? Even when one of them yeah. was lost, he was still trying to do his own thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like um so it's I know it's not generational and then and then like I fucked up in a lot of ways raising my kids. I fucked my life up and it eventually you know it was it affected them. But man, if I don't know what I would have done if I would have been like really super successful, but I, I probably would have fucking damaged my kids more than helped them. I probably would have hindered them no, by trying I, to give them I'm, everything I didn't have. You know? I'm going to tell you something, man. There's there's a lot of people that have financial success and have total family bankruptcy. A lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This country raises a lot of people up to put their jobs ahead of their kids. And I, I can tell you, like I've said it before, when you're in these luxury sober livings, all you see is fucked up rich kids. Mm. Yeah, that's like insane. really fucked up like they're not their parents built an empire and these kids are gonna shit it all out i don't i wouldn't even, and and bro i would even go as I, I gotta tell you bro i'm seeing it all over though not just sober livings but treatment and recovery on the west side i see yeah. it all through the meetings bro yeah i you know um yeah yeah and, and, and sometimes I think that these kids on a deep, deep level hate their wealth and privilege because they equate it with the abandonment of their parents. Mm. 
And I, I think like, you know, I look at how hard it is to build anything. It's really hard to build something for real. Like if you're, like you said, starting out from scratch and you definitely need people in your life that are going to help you build. And, you know, when I look at maybe this is a good segue later to the next show, Fatherhood or something, but, you know, there's a lot of stories where the parents dedicated their lives to building something and then their children just lived to tear it down. Oh, dude, that happens. Fortunes. I've squandered. Oh, shit. That's, yeah, 100%. Because I can tell you right now what the what the parent had to go through and where the parent came up and got the grid from, whatever it was, that kid didn't yeah. have the same experience as the parent. They had the polar opposite, probably. You know? That's it. I mean, I don't know if that's, that's it, it, but, you know. Listen, Juman, I don't that's know what we're going to title that show. But it started off with 100-year-old ice cream. Went into cannabis. We went into... Alcohol. Yeah. We went into everything. Yeah. That was a kaleidoscope of interesting ideas. The kaleidoscope show. The kaleidoscope. Hey, man, I want to just real quickly thank uh, Enzo's Pizzeria for just fabulous eggplant parmesan sandwiches Enzo's Pizzeria in Westwood I want to give a shout out to Estevan Oriol Soul Assassins and give a shout out to Big Burner Vibes Family Vibes Papers and Cookies go to supermaxhardware.com and always listen to the Hard Luck Show on Mondays and Thursdays Chumahan what you got yes sir yes sir Vonda Bowen LLP we were braids to court let the Tomahawks fly the best legal representation money can buy. And I also want to give a big shout out to Fossilman's Ice Cream. Yeah! Dude, I'm tripping. So, You're not even here eating it. I should have given them a big thanks, and I will. Go ahead, Chumon. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that uh, they've given our man, Big Big Mike, a solid financial uh, foundation so he can continue that photography. And if you are curious to know what good photography looks like, you can look at what Estefan Oriol does, but you can also look at what Big Big Mike is doing on our show posts. Those are fantastic photos. Yes, they are, sir. Thank you. That's all I got. Yeah. What's going on there, Sean? Oh, blue eyes. I like yeah. always. I got www.hardluckshow.com. But today, mm. let's talk about um, amplified.com slash the dash hard dash luck dash show. What's you that? could go to amplified.com and then just search for hard luck show. And it's amplify with a D at the end. So A M P L I F Y D.com. And uh, so we got uh, some of our stuff up there. So the really? L.A. Crime mixtape is free. Go on there. Damn. Download the L.A. Crime mixtape. We also have the Art of War up there. And what's the other one? Uh, yeah. I don't know what the other one is, but I want a preview, right? We're in the talks uh, with Miss Sterling. And she's got a show coming up in September. She's going to give me the hard dates. I got to run it by Steve, but everybody's getting this real time. But the issue is, Big Lux, mm. she's wanting to set up special tickets. You've heard her on the show. 
You've heard about her uh, implants malfunctions.、Mm -hmm. You've heard about、uh, everything else in between. You can meet her in person, including one of your favorite hard luck show hosts, whichever one can make it, September. Uh, uh, and you would find your ability to do that on Amplify. We're going to set that up and we're going to start setting up dates for people to come and meet the guests. The first one, pilot program. Is that right? Rachel Sterling. Yes, Rachel Sterling. Backstage, see her in person and find out why she leaves old blue eyes tongue tied. Every time. Nice.、Uh, so, Amplify, that's A M P L I F Y D.com. You can go on there and search for the Hard Luck, the hard luck Show. It'll come right up. Proto Episodes is up there. Oh, yeah. War. And the LA Crime Mixtape is free. There's some episodes you've never heard before on there. So, download that. Also, we'll probably have some auctions later on. And, yeah.、Uh, give away some stuff and、awesome. look for free shit. On Amplified. Yeah, we're thinking about auctioning off a one hour、uh, ride along, an、uh, ice cream ride along. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, let's go. That'd be dope. Don't go by the beach, man.、We'll、ice cream ride. ride along. Let's go. Don't, don't fuck up. Yeah, let's do What it. What you got,、yeah. Mike? I got、uh, Big Pick Mike. I got Mike Angelo Photography. You can check that out on IG. Also, you can check out、uh, Bionic Sound System. We do rentals for concerts, events,、uh, speakeasy, whatever you want to do, hit us up at that. And pretty much working the new hustle at Fossilman's Ice Cream, man. So check it out. You need some ice cream, hit me up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. Well,、wow. listen, you guys. Hasta la vista. Peace in the Middle East. And we are out of here. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. How long was that show, Sean? Over an hour? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24 7 customer support means you can travel worry free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.